heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? Racing Pulse with Michael Felgate. Morning, JD. Morning, thank you for having me. Everything gone to plan uh, since the King Charles with Mr Brightside. You happy with how he's been progressing towards the biggest day of his spring carnival on Saturday? No, I couldn't be happier and couldn't be more pleased with the barrier either. So I think it gives him every opportunity to uh, hopefully win a Cox Plate or run a very good 2000 and um, just can't wait till Saturday. It is a big difference, that isn't it? Barrier 2, because he's been... He's been racing so well this time in up on the speed. And if you go 12 months back to when he last contested the Cox Plate, he drew, I think, second from the outside, barrier 11. And he ended up almost being last in the run, which gave him no hope in the race. So it's going to be a much different race shape for him come this Saturday. No, absolutely. And uh, he's ticked every box at home. He's very well in himself. And I think he's really ready to run a strong 2000. This will be his best opportunity too. So... Um, hopefully he's able to tick that box off and um, tick it off in a $5 million classic. It'd be great. Ideally, where would you love uh, Craig Williams to have him in the run on Saturday? Hopefully smoking the pipe just behind the speed. You can see Zaki coming across from the wide barrier and the likes pushing forward. So hopefully he gets a beautiful cosy run in behind him. What do you make of his last run in the King Charles? I know he uh, ran second, but as an odds-on favourite, most punters expected him to win. Was it a firm track? What was the situation? He ran well, but probably not the same elite level that we'd seen in the Maccabi Diva beforehand. No, I was, um, we were quite pleased with his run. Look, it looked disappointing on face value because he was a dollar ninety, but take nothing away from Fangio. She's got brilliant form behind Animo. She's a, a very good horse in her own right, and we are a month between runs travelling to Sydney, so if he was going to be vulnerable, it was then. But we're two weeks between runs now and back on our home deck and he grows a leg around the valley, so he's ticking a few boxes for me and we're very happy with the way that he's bounced out of the run. So he's had improvement out of that King Charles, do you think? Yeah, for sure. It's never ideal going a month into like a, a big race like that, but uh, just looking at the program, it was a bit awkward. We're not sure if we should have backed him up in the Underwood or... Um, stepping up in distance and back in distance. It was just a bit messy, so we opted for the month between runs and the jump out, and um, it's just set him up for a beautiful, hopefully, next two runs here in Australia. He, um, at the moment, we've had about five mils, or three mils it was overnight at Mooney Valley, and I think they're looking to put some more on after the, the Friday night meeting at the Valley. If it did get to a good three come Cox Plate Day, would he be better suited with a little bit of sting out of the ground, Mr Brightside? He'd be better suited with a little bit of sting out of the ground for sure. He's um, exceptional on the softer, heavy surfaces. He's very good on a good track, but he likes a bit of sting out. So um, we'll be doing a fair bit of rain dancing over the next 48 hours and hopefully it, um, the gods will listen and just absolutely pour down. It's a, it's a great Cox Plate. There's no standout superstar. Uh, it's a, it seems to be a, a race which is very even and a lot of good Group 1 horses in form. How do you see the race overall and who your main dangers are? Uh, it's, I think it's got incredible depth. Um, I think Romantic Warrior shouldn't be counted out. I thought he was actually huge first up, four and a half months between runs in 2000, and um, the chances don't stop there. Um, it's just, uh, I think it's a, a quality field and hard to win, and you need everything to go right. What's the build-up going to be like on the day? Of course, it's the three of you 
now training in partnership together with Ben and Will. Um, will the old man be watching on from Hong Kong or would he make a special trip over to be at the Valley? Uh, the old man's actually here because he owns a share in Apulia, so um, ah. he may be at the race course. So um, he hasn't been on a race course for four years, and if we have a horrendous day, he's barred. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, well, that'll be brilliant in the famous haze colours to have David trackside in, in what could be an amazing performance with a horse that a lot of people say reminds uh, everyone of um, uh, Better Loosen Up, who, of course, famously gave your dad his cox plate. Yeah, it's all a little bit uncanny and hopefully all those things happen. But he, he, uh, he just need to go back to the process and very happy with the way the horse has trained on into this run and hopefully get the luck in transit. And um, he's a horse that's ultra consistent and gives 120%. So he'll, uh, he'll give us a reason to get off our seat and give us a shout, I'm sure. He's got every hope from Barrier 2, Mr Brightside. It's going to be hard to beat. You mentioned Apulia, who goes around in the in the Vars, and last week uh, it just didn't work out the way they ran that Norman Robinson. So is that why you've decided to back him up a week later? Yeah, it was more or less a track gallop with a slow tempo and sprint home, and he's a big, strong colt that's handling his racing, and um, he's just absolutely bounced out around. He's licked his bin, and uh, he's going to run really well on Saturday, and usually improves them when the owner's there too. <laughs> is he a horse that you think is a genuine derby contender over the 25? Yeah, because he's as strong as a Mally ball. He cops his racing and he eats really well. And um, he's, as I said, a very strong colt. So if he's able to win on Saturday, it'd be definitely tempting to back him up again into the derby. A little earlier in the day, you got Poifect who... From the good gate, do we just forget about what happened in the Edward Manifold? She had to go back from gate 10, but drawn one on Saturday, uh, I'd imagine she'll be a lot closer in the run. Yeah, it was a bit of a... Uh, nothing really went to plan in the Edward Manifold, and in hindsight, probably would have loved to keep her at 14 for one more, because she did peak on her run, sort of 150 out first up over 14. Um, so we think staying at a mile, um, I really do feel like she's ready to bounce back from the barrier. She'll get a beautiful run, and um, I think she's uh, third up, ready to rock and roll. Gee, Shiva was a good win at odds at Caulfield. Last start, goes around in the William Crockett again uh, over the 1,200 metres, drawn barrier eight. What are you expecting come Saturday? Uh, need a bit of luck in transit, but if she gets it, she's got the quality to win a race like this. Is she still on the upward um, curve? Uh, I know uh, she's now had, what, it'll be a fourth run since the 25th of August. So is she still improving each time she goes to the track? Yeah, she is. Um, there's still a little bit of life in her because we gave her a month between runs and a, a tick over jump out. She's been getting out the day paddocks here at Yaroa and I certainly do feel like, feel like she's a horse of a lot of quality and uh, deserves to be contesting listed races and the like. So um, we're very happy with her going into the run on Saturday. And you've got two of the babies in the English Banner, which is a race you've targeted previously. You've got Blue Alua, who is uh, owned in partnership with all the ladies, including Grace Ramage. Uh, and you've also got Bold Bastille, uh, a first starter, a brazen bow filly. How do you split the two on Saturday? I can't split them. They've both jumped out very nicely, very professional horses, and uh, they've got lovely barriers. So uh, they'll be settling in the forward half of the field is that's what we're planning. Anything happen when the gates open in two-year-old racing, but um, very com- very happy with the way that they've gone into this run and hopefully the stable's able to make it back-to-back banner. Yeah, have you got a good group of two-year-olds overall, overall uh, your depth? I feel like we do. Um, been very happy with the support that we got off 
the back of a quite a good two-year-old season last year, and I feel like our stocks are a little bit stronger this year, so hopefully we can achieve similar, result, similar results. All right, on the Friday night, the entree, uh, you've got Croatian Bell going around in the first, Mark Zara on board, uh, the inform jockey who wasn't far away from inhibitions last start. Yeah, and uh, she's actually coming back off a minor setback. She had a bit of a virus, so we had to back off her, and she's had the two jump outs and jumped out well. She's good at the valley. Um, if you're a Croatian Bell fan, I couldn't take you away, talk you out of her at the each way odds. Yeah, she is uh, around about eight dollars, and then you've got Ima Shelby in the next race, so you'll be done and dusted nice and early on the Friday night. And Ima Shelby, uh, Shelby been racing really well. Uh, were there excuses um, in the Gold Nugget? Yeah, he was too bad to be true in the Gold Nugget. Um, we went over him with a fine tooth comb and couldn't find anything wrong. He just more or less jarred up out of that track, and we feel like he's a horse that's looking for a bit more give. So this rate around's really good for him, and. He's good at the Valley. He ran third there, second up, and he's a winner at the Valley. So I do feel like he's a horse that can bounce back uh, there tomorrow night. Brightside's the one you want to win. Is he the one that you think is your best of the day? Uh, Brightside, I'd be remiss to tip the best of the day in the Cox Plate. I'm going <laughs> to go for a bit of a side one and go for Poifik to bounce back. I think she's a horse that can really bounce back. Well, it would be a perfect day if uh, it can salute and also Mr. Brightside. Uh, we wish you all the best on Saturday, JD. Thank you very much for having me. So, perfect race six, uh, a little outside play there. What price is perfect? Around about $12 after that forget run, as we heard from JD. Drawn barrier one, Mark Zara on board. Race six, number nine, perfect. Uh, perfect is a $12 chance.